Lizzie is in the spirit. Ooh. You have no choice. The hands go up. <laughs> Not lying. That's what we need. Randy, she's your favorite worship leader already. I already know. So. Like dog. You you keeping you you the like dog, like dog. Oh yeah, she is. Oh yes, Lizzie. Guys, come on. And Okay. Because so, no. I yeah, think the, the question was the question was should we listen to elevation music? Mm-hmm. I you think that's that question. question, Lizzie. Yeah. It it reminded me back of three years ago. But go ahead, I don't want to take your spot. No, no, just say it. No, I, I, I just when okay, I'll open up. But um when when it comes to you know elevation and and i know hillsong there's this controversy of, of you know them being a part of a cult or anything yeah yeah but i will tell you this as i, I will give you a personal experience so when i got saved like two years is this mm-hmm. back i know he's called Lance. he leads you know he's from east coast <laughs> like like all other believers i was you know i was self-righteous or self you know sanctified you know holy you know i was that man and i remember you know i i used to hear about him stories with justin bieber and and that really turned me off because i was you know that time you're young you're saved and so you're not and even the bible talks about that and then you, know, you know timothy timothy warns actually and no offense to you guys uh, women of god but he says you know young women who are who are young in the in the faith you know they can't leave the church and 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 it's he's just saying about how you know when you're young in the faith there's a lot of proud you're very proud you're very conceit actually it's in fast mode i'll pull it up right now but so so that was the thing with me I didn't really understand and so I was like you're saying unlike just the rumors from people so I really turned off Carl Lenz and let me tell you God is so amazing do you know two years later I hear this sermon so I'm watching Vu you know Vu church is led by a guy called Rich Wilkerson and so Carl Lenz is preaching Lizzie I'm telling you I cried my tears out because the eloquence the the wisdom that this man was speaking i was like there's no way is this the same person that i judged that i crucified like christ well you know how the scribes and the pharisees that's what when jesus went to speak the first sermon in isaiah 66 by i know you know that he's going to speak the sermon and because he's speaking with authority and and Jesus is speaking you know the scribes used to just speak just only in power you know and and words but now they see a man who's speaking not only in power and authority so this is threatening them at first they were like hmm, hmm who's this and then like, like forgiveness university they started taking offense because they were like hey this dude this dude is 
is really confident in himself. What is he saying? Is he saying he's the son of God? Is he saying that the scriptures have been fulfilled? Because that's what Jesus spoke. And so like you said, even me, it was a time of repentance because I realized that unless, you know, even that elevation worship, people can say whatever, but I'm telling you, Lizzie, when you really go to those churches, those people, they're praising God. It's a move of God. And people, because of the lights, they get confused. And, and you know, that's the enemy's tactic. The enemy's tactic is to divide the church And so instead of us focusing on God, we are focusing on correcting others. And guess what? As a result, we are carnal and we don't know. Think about think about Jesus. Jesus said in Matthew 24 that in the old days, the the love of many will grow cold. You know, there'll be dissension. And you see that is a, is a very is a, is a, always a small part of the Christian world. And there are brothers but because they and they follow this laws which Jesus came and abolished mm-hmm. he said it's never about tradition and that's why when Jesus was with the woman at the well the Samaritan woman what did she say to her there'll come a time and you know in that story it tells you of what's happening right now at that time the, the bible says the disciples when they came back and they saw Jesus speaking to a Samaritan woman they got offended and the bible actually doesn't tell they got offended but you will know they got offended why because jews and samaritans never used to associate with each other so now jesus is breaking the tradition he's Mm -hmm. breaking the norm and so people are like oh like and so the disciples they 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 didn't even speak and he tells you that they were offended and but they didn't want to tell Jesus they're like hey what you doing with the Samaritan woman and Jesus wanted to break that norm that's why he passed through Samaria because there was that you know and that's why Jesus says there'll come a time people won't worship because of traditions but we worship why in spirit and in truth yeah. even for us it's, it's that place of a lot of us and that's the devil's tactic is to so much focus on others that we forget the focus is on me and that's why i love the bible bible says walk out your own salvation with exactly. trembling and fear if you're working on yourself lazy you ain't got time to, to point it at us hey you got so much to deal with yourself like you're like no way lord like i ain't even throwing any stone to another person Maybe yeah. you're not think that uh, for me yeah i have to agree i have to agree because um with song lyrics especially that's what i always that's my criteria always i don't look at the background of the church because even a, a very notable church sometimes the lyrics which are a bit shady you know which are unbiblical but if you look at the song lyrics for example what a beautiful name it is right mm-hmm. all of them are from the bible directly from the bible you are the word from the beginning you know and so on you just read all of it and if it aligns with the bible then you'll find that all the songs that they sing they have some scriptural merit i remember lizzie you showed me this um song uh, my beloved is most beautiful amongst thousands and thousands right do you no. remember my my beloved is no. the most beautiful 
Rani, uh, can, can you can you sing it? Many songs. Is no. Okay. Okay. You sure? You sure? Yes. 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 Yeah. At first, when I heard that song, I was like, "This is this is not a Christian song. This is a wild song. What are you talking about?" But then um, I found it in Song of Solomon's. Yeah. So for yeah. me, that's that's how I always do it. And for a fact, don't underrate the Christianity in these churches. That um, mm. no one can receive anything unless God has given them these things. Like there are some songs that I've heard other artists sing and have been moved. Then when I do some research, I find out that the song actually came from one of these churches, Hillsong. They sang yeah. it ten years ago. Mm-hmm. So there there is definitely something and. I pray one day I go and you know actually visit one of those big churches and because I'm sure I've always heard people like yeah it's something else it's another level so <laughs> don't 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 downplay it don't downplay okay. the anointing on others. I think the main issue why people are against uh, Hillsong elevation Bethel music mm-hmm. is because of the theology or the mm-hmm. teachings of of the pastors themselves like John Piper. Uh, Steve Fatik and who's for better? Whoever. So, <laughs> so the credited uh, Lizzie, right? He's a very uh, known uh, desiring guy. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, sometimes as a preacher, you end up saying something, just a word, mm-hmm. that will end up, you know, making this theologist come and, and and judge the whole thing, and then they'll start looking deeper into issues. So one thing I was actually, uh, the whole of this week I've been watching this YouTube videos where you should not listen to to, to Hillsong songs and, and blah 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 and I just noticed it's because of some of the activities that the church is doing. Like Elevation they have something called grave soaking. So people go to, to graves of the people who have already died. Maybe they were worship leaders maybe they were pastors they were reverends and whatever and then they go there and sit on the graves and start praying so that the spirit of you know the anointing can get into them of the dead can get can get into them so people are against are against that and they're like if if it's true it's happening did many him do that with um who's that lady that, that... Kuhlman. Catherine Kuhlman. Yeah, Catherine Kuhlman. Is it institutionalized? Wait, 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 Lizzie. Lizzie, wait. You want to tell me that um, you saw uh, Steve Furtick and the team in a grave? I didn't, I didn't, <laughs> listen, <laughs> disclaimer, <laughs> I didn't go to Australia. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what? this is what is on the internet, really. Okay, yeah, okay. I just, I just did a little research of why, you know, why this whole thing is, you know. Okay. Yeah. So such, such activities, and people are like, you don't get anointing from the dead; you get anointing from God. So why are you going to seek the dead from there? Yeah. Like if God has given you a gift, then why should you go and, you know, seek a gift from a dead person and blah blah blah, and other things like. Um, uh i don't know miracles on command healing on command mm. uh like the ex- when you're sick and you go to them so there's a school where they teach you how to how to yeah. do miracles I've heard that, yeah. and to prophesy mm. 
so when 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 you feel like <laughs> when you feel like you, <laughs> I know you are beating my heart now. Ah, ah. ah. So okay. when you feel like you need healing, and 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 one of the person who was in the school, you go to them and they 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 kind uh-huh. of pray for you. So they have this uh, mentality or this uh, teaching that the healing has to happen immediately. That's why there was that there was that rumor about. Um, there was a dead a dead child and then they prayed for the dead child to be awake for a whole week who oh. was it a levation wait wait listen wait, i'm listening i'm listening which actually was a levation right no no i don't think i i, I i've never heard about uh, a levation so much about healing but maybe battle but one thing lizzy like you're saying i think with the with the church which is funny i i see it funny and even like barry was saying about the school healing and 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 uh and working circles yeah. i think the church is sad that the jesus said that healing the miracles will will abide in anyone who believes in him so some some of us we always think that hey like miracles and the gift of prophecy or healing it just happens in just some people no it ha- actually and so for me those schools i really have uh, a claim of them why because jesus said if you'll do greater work so meaning healing like if jesus says we can do healing so there's another level of your faith that you can grow in and that's why jesus is talking about the mustard seed mm-hmm. jesus was not in the parable of the mustard seed a lot of us don't understand that parable like jesus wasn't saying that your your faith is this small no he was talking about when you get born you're born with the measure of faith but that faith when you continue to exercise it it can, you can go to a mountain and say move it moves so people would think about the size is no jesus is saying that everybody is born with the measure of faith but you got to keep exercising and like you're saying lazy the church gets jealous and people get jealous why because they don't exercise their measure of faith and think about even just your life lazy there's some things if you do in your life people will stay your cuckoo like me if i tell you remember i told you guys i have a friend who doesn't believe in god so if i tell him i lay prostrate on the ground and i cry out to god he will say i'm cuckoo like who like there's nobody in the room i see and so even a whole faith i was telling you even a whole faith is you know to someone even think about when god tells noah to build the ark it had never rained before and so when when noah was building the ark people were saying noah you're crazy and that's why like you said the bible says that nobody paid attention to them why because our faith is cuckoo and so the the problem with us is when we see people exercise their faith we start getting offensive you you start getting offended why because you p- people don't want to exercise their faith and that's why i was telling guy if we got to see everything that god has for our life at least i'm not telling you these great preachers that you see those people they take risky and that's why for me you guys are always tell you every day 
that there's some things God won't open the light bulbs in your life and tell you, hey, you got to take this direction. No, it's an exercise of your faith. But guess what? For us, we like, and that's why he's telling us in the parable of the mustard seed, that we should, we should keep on exercising our faith. But guess what, Liz? If I don't exercise my faith, guess what? This is the only thing. Even the person who came and told me to come to Finland, he, if I told anybody else, he was cuckoo. You know, you're going to a country, you don't know the people and everything, but you just go with the word that God said. And if you tell someone else, they're going to say, Ray, it's, it's cuckoo. You don't have finances. You don't have this. You don't have this. And guess what? The only thing that time that you can count on is faith. And that's why you see John 1. What does John 1 says? He says, the word was God and the word was just God. So sometimes even in your life, circumstances, everything will tell you, hey, this is not a good idea. Step back, everything. But guess what? And that's why God tells you when you mix the word with faith, it's like when you're pregnant, there's a conception, you know, there's a conception of the word. And most of us, like you're saying, you look at people like Steve Furtick, those are people who are born with natural mothers. They exercised their faith. They believed God in greater. They decided to walk, you know, like the Bible says in Psalm 1723, they decided to walk in the, in the deepest. And guess what? The Bible says what? Those who go down in the sea and they do business in great waters. In great waters is deep, easy. They only find octopus and, and this whales and, and all this you know, shark. And there, standing there, there's, 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 it's just pure water. And God is saying those people, they will see the works of God in the wonders of the deep. So guess what, Lizzie? These works of God in the wonders of the of the shore, and there's also works of God in the wonders of the deep. And so a lot of us, we have, like you're saying, it's it's we got exercises on faith. And so some people, and that's why God says, I give everyone a measure of faith, but what are you gonna do with it? It's true. But I think the, the main issue here is not even about exercising the faith. I think it's just having an institution where they're teaching you how to how to do these prophecies. Yeah, I have, exercising I have, of your faith, actually. I have, exactly. I have three statements to say. Mm-hmm. Okay. So first of all, about the schools. I think uh, the thing is that, first of all, let's just say, you don't need to go to a school to know exactly. how to exercise your faith. Right? Amen. Yeah. That's the first thing. Another thing is that the Holy Spirit manifests himself as he wills. It's a gift of the Holy Spirit. It's the Holy Spirit. For example, uh, Rennie might have, uh, I think it's in uh, Corinthians when Paul is listing the gifts of the Spirit. Mm-hmm. And it says, for example, I can have uh, the gift of prophecy, right? That's the Holy Spirit has decided. Mm-hmm. It's not my decision, mm-hmm. right? And then uh, through um, Rennie, maybe uh, the gift of uh, working of miracles. Mm-hmm. Then through Lizzie, the word of wisdom, word mm-hmm. of things. They're the gifts, I think you can search them up in uh, Corinthians. I'll look it up in a, in a moment. And another thing is that this really ties in key with what we discussed yesterday in our Bible study. Yeah. Very, very much in key. Uh, Randy, I'm sorry. Again, <laughs> I keep on forgetting. It's very should include that even though the Holy Spirit gives 
that just think about preaching some people have to go to school Barry to preach and not others go to school to preach so it's a it's a like you're saying it is a it, it depends on the measure that's why I'm saying it depends on the measure of faith go ahead it depends on the measure of faith okay uh, okay for that because I've seen some people who are insistent on pursuing a gift that they don't have mm-hmm. that is not right because for example it depends on which body you are in as well because there are some people who when they've changed churches the holy spirit has seen that this church they need this sort of person you know so it, it, it it's it's not will it's submission you know yeah. faith 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 is not so much you doing something but you allowing god to do something in your life you know so with faith you you allow yourself to be a vessel because sometimes it takes faith for me to uh, i think i love what you said to do nothing let's say it takes faith for me to clean the church let's say that's 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 my gift it takes faith to do it it takes faith to to remain in that humility it takes faith to trust that god is training something in me over here so the same thing with uh for example some people don't have the gift of singing i don't have the gift of singing i i can't i can't sing so i'll say okay maybe there's something else god wants me to do in his church right and that's humility as well so it's true one the most important thing is to always be first of all led by the spirit and this is what we were talking about uh mercy if you remember uh from uh, yesterday and i think uh there was this guy uh brother marco elder marco he pulled out a really good verse and it talks about the deep places which you're talking about right now so if you just turn to first corinthians chapter 2 and this is this is very interesting over here first corinthians chapter 2 yeah okay in fact we're going to read the whole verse the whole chapter i'm sorry it's uh, 16 verses yeah so I, yeah stop saying you are sorry <laughs> i am not sorry <laughs> sorry not sorry stop saying that i am sorry that i am not sorry okay oh yeah okay sorry, so Let's let uh, now we are how many 1 2 3 4 5 6 6 Okay let's just read maybe three verses each Or do you want me to read all of it Let me read everyone three verses And I brethren when I came to you did not come with excellence of speech or of wisdom declaring you the testimony of God for I determined not to know anything among you except Jesus Christ and him crucified I was with you in weakness in fear and in much trembling I'll pause there So the most important thing is that you have to get the foundations right. Yes. Jesus Christ and him crucified. That's the foundation. Anything else that is not built on that foundation will not stand. Anything else that is not built on that foundation will become heresy very quickly. The devil will exploit it. But Jesus Christ, this guy determined. He says I determined, meaning that I I I I I put away everything else aside and What is the most important thing? What is the key thing that I'm building my faith on? Jesus Christ and him crucified. So if any church and in 1 John I think it also says test the spirits. If any church begins um interfering with this message, stay away from that church. If any church tries to say tries to subvert this message that Jesus Christ came in flesh, that Jesus Christ died for our sins, that's not a church. that is straight from hell that one you have to avoid because if christ 
did not die for you and me we're going nowhere that's and that's the biggest thing that is in christianity the only thing in christianity in fact and that's the one that the devil always try to go towards so that's the thing determined to know nothing else except christ and him crucified once you have that down right then things sort of have to you know follow from there and my speech and my preaching were not in with persuasive words of human wisdom but in demonstration of the spirit and of power so this is another thing is that uh i know some people learn words some people learn things but that's not the preaching that is spirit led the preaching that is spirit led is in demonstration of the spirit and of power not just with persuasive words meaning that when you preach in the spirit people can change lives can be healed you know people's mentality you know because there's something else somebody can say just praise the lord if they're saying it in the spirit you feel something turning in your heart you know mm-hmm. that's, that's that that's you know paul was not he says yeah, not in word but in power paul was not necessarily the most gifted preacher but he had the holy spirit that's what that one made a difference there are many wonderful preachers out there um you know in the world many motivational speakers but their speaking cannot take you to heaven their speaking cannot bring your wife back to you this it, it can just it's nothing i'm sorry because there's no demonstration of spirit and of power and now this is the faith that your faith should not be in the wisdom of men but in the power of god so when you're going to 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 these places right your faith should not be that they know something that you don't know or that they have wisdom uh or to teach you how to exercise the holy spirit that you don't know no you should have faith in the power of god that jesus christ promised you the holy spirit to teach you and to lead you into all truth and the same spirit that is in you is also in them so the thing is that always test the spirits in first john it says test the spirits test the spirits all the time now here we go however we speak wisdom among those who are mature yet not the wisdom of this age nor of the rulers of this age who are coming to nothing but we speak the wisdom of god in a mystery the hidden wisdom of god which god ordained before the ages of our glory which none of the rulers of this age knew for they for if they had known they would not have crucified the lord of glory so reni it's true it's a mystery for mm-hmm. people when people come and they see you uh worshiping god That's they true. see it's an empty room it's hidden from them and uh, uh in our bible study we've been talking about this mystery for a long time what the mystery is and what christ is it's a mystery you know the many mysteries of the kingdom of god the trinity uh the mystery of how the holy spirit how how for example now uh reni can be filled fully with the holy spirit and is still a man and things like that you know god the the michael you know the the conception of christ things like these are mysteries of the kingdom and none of the rulers of this age knew then here but as it is written i has not seen nor ear heard nor have entered into the heart of man the things which god has prepared for those who love him and it's faith you need to have faith that god has something in preparation for you and that's that exercises your point but now this is the important part but god has revealed them to us through his spirit through his what spirit through his spirit so god for the spirit searches all things yes the deep things of god for what man knows the things of man except the spirit of the man which is in him even so no one knows the things of god except the spirit of god so 
if these people don't have the spirit of god in them right mm. there's no way they can know the things of god if you don't have the spirit of god in you there's no way you can know the things of god and how do you know do you, how do you know you have the spirit of god you know uh you know you have planted a tomato tree a tomato seed when it produces a tomato tree right mm-hmm. so you know you have the holy spirit when it produces the fruits of the spirit even by think about you know i love this illustration mm. think about an orange you know you guys when you, when you squeeze an orange and then what comes out it's it's orange juice yeah i squeezed an orange right now and then i gave you the juice to drink and it's apple you be like <laughs> you be like what what as the same thing when you squeeze a christian the only thing that should come out is christ and, mm-hmm. and yeah. but we always get surprised and people don't see our christian fruits because like and it'll true like an orange if you squeeze it if you get apple juice you'll be surprised so it's the same thing when you squeeze a christian what only should come out is christ like barry said Amen. I, I like that illustration. I think I'm going to use that more than the tomatoes. I've been using that tomato thing maybe for four years right now. <laughs> my youths, my youths don't get it. They're always like, what? I'm talking, yeah. you put the tomatoes, you, you know? So it's just a thing. It's just, so in all of these churches, what you always have to look at, right? Is that first of all, how closely do the Christians resemble Christ? Humility is a really big thing, by the way. It's very hard for people who have the devil to be humble. Is <laughs> mm. the devil where did the devil f- fail? Pride. Yeah. So if for example somebody says I'm a Christian, they're healing people and things like that, but you see them they're slapping their children around and things like that. No. That's that's not Christ was gentle. Christ was meek. Maybe they have disobedient children. <laughs> I, I mean even if you disobedient children but <laughs> you, you have the spirit of God mercy. But I'm just saying it's by the way mercy is a serious thing because like our parents or our traditions mm-hmm. we are brought up in a culture of disciplining children and because we don't have the holy spirit in us I'm telling you when when you have the holy spirit in you I'm telling you guys the way I relate with my sister and the way my mother relates with my sister is different mm-hmm. and it it's not because I am any special but because I have the holy spirit conviction why because the holy spirit says in his verse that fathers these are verse that says even though fa- you know children should honor their father and their mother he also says fathers you shouldn't exalt spread your children meaning that when your children look at your discipline they should look at it in a godly way they should they should see oh man this the way i'm disciplining that disciplining them it's the level of the love of the father but guess what for us because we discipline children according to our traditions guess what we teach them that going to church is what is christ but living christ like is not church. And so that's this that's another thing guys we have to be careful about because if you teach your children that going to church is what is being a Christian and not living at home is what is Christ like your children will always like you're saying the religion will come in and for them they'll be like oh I go to church and that's why for all of us even for me 
I used to go for church to 22 years, but I wasn't a Christian until the Holy Spirit came and resided in me and now started convicting me and changing my ways. Then that's when I became a Christian. And so that that's always a very uh, way to, like Barry saying, a very way to know, you know, how, how even Onella, when you discipline your kid, ask yourself, is this, is this the way my father would, you know, or am I disciplining them with anger and everything? Because when you correct them with grace, God follows grace. And that's why you said Onella the other day, mercy what triumphs over judgment. Why? Because that's how our father is. Even though we have, you know, we have sinned and we have all done all these things against him, there's a way that his grace and mercy comes in the correction. So it's not all just about correction because we are right and and they were wrong. No, but it's correction with humility and knowing, hey, even me, sometimes I sin to my father and my father shows me grace. And so how can I discipline my child in the way of grace and truth at the same time? So not treating them and and in a certain way because they're looking at you. Remember, you were you are the you are the that's why Christ said your parents is like your second God is because they're looking at you and the example they will see you that's how they will perceive Christ is and that's why for all of us we have a we have a problem looking at God is because our fathers or people who you know grewers and taught us you know ways and everything they acted different from Christ and so that So when it comes even to trusting God, it's hard because if you saw your father, you're never being merciful, graceful or anything. You, that's how the same perception you think about God. God is all about his law. If I don't keep it, I'm, I'm out. So it's really, you know, it really plays a huge part in that. Yeah. I really have to co-sign with that. I think uh, a really big problem that, uh, uh, and besides, I'm actually going to preach this this Sunday. Or the next Sunday, I don't know when my preaching time is for the Sunday inspiration, youth Sunday inspiration. Uh, tradition and the role it plays in hindering Christianity. Because many people are like, you know, I'm going to raise my children in the African way. Oh, come oh, on. I'm going to bring them up proper the way we were brought, you know, at home and things like that. But some of the things which they did were not in accordance to Christianity and what Christ expects. And it's the exact same thing those Jews had, you know? They had they had a culture. They had a culture. Like, I remember when Christ went, um, I don't remember, but in the Bible, Christ went and asked them, is it okay? Is it lawful to heal on the Sabbath? You know? These people had an expectation of what Sunday should look like because of their culture. No one does anything. Everyone just sits down. Everyone pretends to be holy and things like that. And then Christ comes in. There's a guy in their midst with a withered hand, a short hand. And Christ is asking them, like, can I heal this guy? You know, and the same thing, like, there are many children with many issues. But because we have an expectation that children are to be seen and not to be heard, for example, mm-hmm. we have this expectation of us. They have, they remain with their withered hands. They remain with those small hands. They remain with their, with their complex, with those, you know, um, insecurities and things like that. Because I just we are not... You want to say this? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's just the same thing you're saying, yeah. Yeah, so they remain with those complexions, mm-hmm. they remain with those insecurities, they they remain with, with, with complex. Yeah, the, yeah, all of those things. Because you're not allowed Christ to heal on the Sabbath. You're not allowed mm-hmm. Christ to override your tradition. 
you're not allowed Christ to to rule over uh, your your knowledge. It says anything that exalts itself above the knowledge of God mm. in Christ has to come down. That's the thing. And uh, even in our own household, we're changing slowly. Now I have to listen to Andrew speak. Even though when I was a child, no one really heard me speak so much. But you know, you have to break the cycle at some point. <laughs> right, that's true. Like me with my sisters, that's one thing God works in me. I'm telling you, I pay attention to them. I give them a chance to listen. And my mother looks at me and she's like, Cuckoo, she's like, Rennie. Like, and I tell her it's, it's because I've learned that these, like you're saying, I let Christ overrule my traditions and everything i got to do it like mercy was saying the other day in the scripture in the reverence of god i'm, I'm doing like god is watching me. he says in his word that every word and deed you do do it all for the name of jesus christ meaning even when you discipline your child you should do it all in the name of god so how are you doing is it is it like hey i'm trying to prove a point or is yeah. it you know bring correction across no. Yeah, so that's that, that, that's very important. That's very that's really really important. Um, now they've opened the door. And I've actually forgotten the point I wanted to make in relation to you, to yours. But uh, yeah, when when you discipline a child, right? I'm not saying it's wrong to discipline a child. I mean, I'm not saying that's wrong. But like, you have to look at that. Uh, James, it says, what, what what is wisdom from above? It says it's pure, it's gentle, easy to yield, and so on like this. There's some criteria it has to like fit, you know? Yeah, so I'm not saying that you you let the... Oh, yeah, this is what I wanted to say. Uh, you know when Christ says that whatever you do to the least one of this, you do it for me? And when he says that, when did why didn't you visit me when I was in uh, jail? Why didn't you clothe me when I was naked and things like this? We really need to watch out for the people who are weak and feeble around us because that's where christ is have you thought about that mm. people think that when christ comes you'll be oh i love you christ things like that but if you can't love people who are who are who are weak you cannot love people who who are children if you can't listen to them you know christ will say you didn't listen to me you didn't listen to my christ that's what christ will say have you thought about that mm-hmm yeah so it's really uh, an important test every time they come with something small you have to listen to them even even a beggar begging on the streets like uh, this i mean i know that the social welfare takes care of them things like that but like if i have loose coins i just throw them there man you know like i have to get it figured out with christ anyway um Barry, before you continue yeah when you preach like i was thinking you see the way when we were young we used to be told spare the rod spoil the child like they used to put that verse and use yeah. it so badly just yeah. to, to to really discipline us and not make us like they couldn't be able to listen to us mm. but i found that in one version it says like it doesn't say spare the rod spoil the child it says like he who spares his his, his child of accountability mm. you see that like they're not using the the road part like like it was so direct. <laughs> Spare the rods for the child. Yeah, it was so. Yeah, direct. yes. We, Some people. Yeah, I had that literally in primary school. <laughs> My whole life, and I was beaten like a. <laughs> <laughs> 
Like you know, in my tiny <laughs> body, you guys can imagine. I was I was beaten. I used to call everybody from my grandparents' kid. It was a, it was not a good thing. Masi, I want to go back to your point, and that's why for me, I always say this. And guys, that's why even Holy Spirit, I don't know Barry. That's a good point, Mercy, bro. Because remember last Bible study when Barry was talking about self. You remember, guys, we attacked Barry, and we were like, "No, we should love ourselves." Actually, God came back and was like, "Rennie, you guys went against my car." And guess what, guys? For me, I have to follow God's direction more than any of you, because any you know, the Bible says this, and I was even t- I had to apologize to Barry because the Bible says this. Paul says this: "Let not many of you become teachers." He's saying this is the Bible. It's not raining. The Bible says, "Let not many of you become teachers." Why? Because you guys have a stricter judgment. So any word that I speak from you guys, because this is like a pulpit, God will hold me accountable for that. And that's why for me, like you sing that verse, mercy. It's like a lot of us we take scriptures out of context. For example, for example, let's go to the scripture mercy used, and I'm not attacking mercy. The scripture about. Um, uh about when Jesus said that um uh, if anyone come after me shouldn't deny you know should deny themselves you know Jesus in that scripture actually was talking actually the opposite of what we said he mm-hmm. said this he said this he said if any of you want to come after me and let's go there if anyone of you want to come after me guess what you have to deny yourself right deny you know you know um and that means just loving your your the all the other things less than what you love Christ. Jesus is not saying hey go hate your mother, go hate mm-hmm. your brother. No, he's just No, but did we say that though? No, no, no. Okay. But think about this. When you say it about self reflection, think about this. When your self reflection, what are you doing? You're thinking about your self mercy. So how is that denying yourself? When you self reflecting you're thinking about yourself mercy. No, no, not in the literal sense. If you say self-reflection, fine, you're thinking about yourself. But also, in self-reflection, you can also be self-analyzing. But, <laughs> but you see, that's the thing that Jesus said, what? Deny what? And that's why, think about Proverbs. What does Proverbs says? Trust but in self-analyzation, you can also be analyzing that verse and be like, I need to deny myself of this and this and this. This is the thing when when you when you think about that part and even paul talks about it in in uh in the in the second timothy he says mm-hmm. in the last days many people will be lovers of themselves mm-hmm. like that anything and that's why barry is saying we got to be careful with applying ideologies with the world mercy i will tell you god has convicted me like this days i have nothing to do with masculinity why because it's a world tradition this is a thing the church even think about uh think about uh what we said and and this guys i'm going to blow you away the the scripture that says this that what is god says is the greatest commandment love god with all your heart with all your mind and with all your soul 
and love your neighbors yourself let me get an opinion you guys you tell me that if you you got you can't love a neighbor unless you love yourself you guys agree that right you guys revolt right now are you guys agreeing that reni can only love himself the way he loves his neighbors you guys agree you said even lizzy i remember lizzy said i got to love me before but guys can i break your bubble and this is that's why guys for me i'm telling you as much as we listen to preachers we got to go back to the word because even pastor mike says that and he, and mercy is my pastor but i disagree with him with that why because the bible look at isaiah isaiah and isaiah 6 when when isaiah goes and faces god this is an encounter with god When Isaiah sees the glory of God, he doesn't even think about himself. He he says, "I'm a man of unclean. I don't have anything." Like Isaiah just trembles because even look at John when he faces God. And so it's telling us this. When you're taken with the awe of God, there's no breaking down because that scripture says, "Love your God with all your heart and with all your mind." And so and he doesn't say second. He says as equal so meaning what when you're taken this is what it means it's not meaning that if the way you love yourself is the way you're going to love your neighbor no 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 it's meaning this when you get so much taken by the awe of god the automatic response is loving your neighbor that's what that scripture means and so for us the church even pastor mike says no you got to love god first love yourself and love others no there's nothing like that is like isaiah when he was so much taken with god's oh he didn't think he didn't self actualize and say oh my god oh no he actually said to god here i am send me because why because you realize and that's why the the the, the angel put a, a call on his lips why it's telling you this that the more you take in of god the more you see others the right way not you because you love yourself already too much and so that's the thing we have to and that's why i'm telling you guys as much as we listen to pastors and they love us and everything we got to go back to the word why because even paul this is a guy who wrote half of the new testament he said to the berean church i call you guys noble why because you don't just listen to me you really look down in the scripture and look what the scripture has been written i'm telling you and guess what guys and that's what i told barry if we don't go back to the scriptures much as we're listening to our pastors they might be even preaching the wrong thing like barry is saying and so for us like even though these people knew paul was a great scholar and you guys agree paul was a great scholar but paul calls this church noble why because they didn't just listen to him they went back to the scripture and they were like dude even though you are eloquent and even though you've preached in all these churches we got to go back to the word and listen and that's why for me like you always telling me mercy that place of self reflection Jesus is saying actually you need to die to that you need to die because the more you get taken all by me the more you get all of god he takes you away from yourself and you're thinking about other things the kingdom ask by he says i don't preach and when i pray i don't pray anymore for for god to do things in my life why because when you get so much taken by the kingdom you're thinking the kingdom you're thinking you're knowing no actually it's not even about me it's about the kingdom and so for us that's what i'm saying instead of just taking one verse 
read the whole verse understand what it says because we may be preaching out of context okay i was just making a correction you know and 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 that's that's the spirit of god you know so mm-hmm. yeah that's nice and i think i agree the fact that we need to read the whole context of the bible to understand every word or what the word of god says mm-hmm. and back to our topic of worship in <laughs> in speaking of reading the word and you know having the right terminologies and having um, you know the exact word but placing it in in songs and and everything and one thing i want to point out is that when we 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 will be discussing about worship it doesn't mean we're discussing songs because mm. because worship is not songs like worship is not uh it is not boxed into music you know it's not boxed melody. into, mm. into a, a genre of music like um maverick city music Yeah, like Mavericks, exactly. Or, or you have your, your, your reggae song, you have your reggae playlist, you have your hip-hop playlist, R&B playlist, and then you have your worship playlist. Mm-hmm. Okay? Yeah. So we shouldn't box worship in that, in that context. And uh, one of the things that actually just uh, came to my mind when Rene was talking about, you know, reading the whole context, context and getting... The meaning of the word is sometimes terminologies can rob or steal us from blessings or even greater things that God has already, you know, promised us. And uh, we might we might sing some things or say some things or leave out some some things, <laughs> and that's not what the, the the word meant. Because funny thing is, words are powerful, mm. and words form a language. And the language is based on your understanding or uh, how do I put it? Your understanding of your of the word produces the language that you're going to to mention, right? Mm-hmm. Yes, and through through those words you can communicate uh, to your spirit or give you you know uplifting or bring yourself down. You know, depending on, because sometimes you listen to songs that uh, are hyped or high tempo and, you know, you get to dance. And then sometimes you listen to songs that worship, the ones we call them worship. And you find yourself looking sad, maybe crying, because <laughs> they've already, it has changed the at- the atmosphere, if I can say it that way. Yeah, and um, yes, that's, that's according to understanding the word of god because it will influence how you are even going to worship god and how you're going you're going to express yourself mm-hmm. okay so i had a question for you guys i'm sorry for cutting the previous conversation but we shall carry it forward <laughs> you you are the one who's leading that's fine <laughs> you are the one who's leading yeah so uh One of the understandings I got from worship when I was reading uh, the Word of God, when I was preparing this this week, was uh, it's it's more like giving an adoration. 
So the question that I want to ask is what is God work to you? Can you repeat What yeah, what is God work to you or how is God work to you because through worship you can call it worship worship war like you know fighting w a r worship exactly i've seen some pastors clear the the, the radius worship <laughs> exactly. or you can call it worship what because yeah worship because um i got to understand worship worship Worthy. Worthy. Yeah. 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 So they just removed the the T H and Y and just did worship. Also known as a as, as a fable. Towards... Okay. Anyway, so yeah, that I think that was my, my major question because for you to worship you have to understand who God is to you. You know? Yeah, mm-hmm. so how is God worth to you to get to a point of, you know, worshiping? That, listen, as I said, don't box it into music because it's not even music. Mm. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. Let's see. <laughs> you want to? Yeah. Go. Go for Maybe, it. For me, I, I think about, I don't know if I'll answer your question, Lizzie, but worship is sacrifice. Yeah, it is. It's sacrifice for me, and then, and worship is so much more. It's 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 communication with God. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's as you said, adoration. Like He's literally everything, because as you said before, worship is 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 words, and I I just thought about it and I said like like what what Randy was saying before like us human beings were even word because in the beginning you know there was word and the word like we are word mm-hmm. everything like we are we are we are part of that wait 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 wait, wait 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 okay yeah, mm-hmm. go on. sorry hmm. what more must you said tickled very very well no i i, I Marcy, okay. Marcy just got the spray and she's talking very well. No, we, we, we are, we are, you said that, that we are like, uh, we are word. Yeah, yeah, we, we are, we are the result of God's word. We come from the word. We are literally, we are lit, like we are spoken. We are word. I don't know how to explain uh, yeah. it, but yeah, we're like, spoken we into being. Yeah, there is nothing human being, like we are, we are word itself. Mm. everything that exists through god's its word everything yeah. is word. so so to me worship is is sacrifice is adoration and and for god for me to be god's word i i have to give it all back to him and i think giving all back to him is to worship yeah in whatever way it doesn't have to have melody doesn't have to have it doesn't have to be boxed in in ragaton or or gangeton don't hurt lizzie georgia and also before i forget tradition that thing about tradition really hits me 
because even when we were younger we were told only songs that go like mm-hmm, our worship that is worship if our parents could hear us singing a song like um you know when the when the when the new generation came and then there were songs like um what song there was a song what song can i use akeko fana na jesu no this is a song that the song just lifted, slipped my like, mind lifted by jonathan yeah 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 when when no there were just songs when, when the new generation came and then like the youth started producing music and then if you could put that music then parents would say uh uh-uh, uh that is not they would want us to sing you know estawa home um angela chibalonza you know oh fine they are good songs they're good songs but but I'm, yeah and hymns and hymn books and all that even my church up to date and only sing hymns so i'm just trying to tell you also tradition like spirituality and religion and tradition i think we need to really separate all those things yeah because spirituality is not religion and religion is not tradition and tradition is not religion like they have they really have to be like no 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 everybody else can get to answer it's true and i, I agree about sorry i agree about tradition because when we were raised up uh we were, <laughs> we're told for you to to be you know to show yourself that you are inside the worship you have to lift up your hands you know doing something because mm-hmm. people well, have been judge and donella i know they are coming for me because i talked about this <laughs> 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 you know like we have to lift up our hands yeah, Jojo, coming, i'm correcting myself today okay <laughs> thank you mm-hmm. so yeah speaking of tradition by then i came to understand while doing this study that we shouldn't judge someone's worship if we don't know what come on lizzy yes branch yes branch open 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 the someone's worship if we don't understand their warfare okay whatever they're battling with god or whatever Uh-huh. Yes, right. Uh-huh. Yes. We should intend them. If that this tradition thing is <laughs> like guys, let let me get myself together. Anyway, so if that person has decided to lift up hands and worship God, <laughs> that's the, that is <laughs> that is the experience with God. If they have decided to put hands like this, you know, fold the hands that is the experience that's what that person is communicating to god <laughs> believe in that moment it came to my mind like god might have even you know wrestled with you like jacob has removed my hip body now you know i'm limping all over in my worship uh, people are like okay exactly yeah exactly and then remember like you, you remember this the story of <laughs> no i'm just making the moment light Barry, please like just 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 be constant like please I, i don't know guys guys and you remember sorry you remember the story of um Lazarus mm? was it Mary or John i think it was Mary mm oh lazy <laughs> who poured who poured uh, expensive uh was it perfume or oil and Mary, Mary. was it yeah it was Mary No. What do you mean the, the woman with, with the alabaster jar or the one who used the the the, yeah, the head the sister, the sister to Lazarus Yeah Mary, Mary. Yeah. 
Yeah, she used expensive. Was it perfume? Alabaster. Yeah. Alabaster. Yeah. To exactly. Yeah. So that was that was her own expre- expression, or yeah. the way she was responding to the experience that she had encountered with God mm-hmm. at that moment. So mm-hmm. I was asking myself, mm, what if what if someone really <laughs> encountered God? <laughs> Not in a wash. You see the way we always sing consume fire. Maybe the fire consumed that person and just in the mouth. Oh, please. Ah. <laughs> ah. <laughs> no, for my battle from a battlefield. Ah. And you are forcing someone to lift up hands and wash it. You know, that's not the experience. That's not, that like the way you respond to things <laughs> is different. Yeah, I think I think I think <laughs> A problem many people have is they think that yeah, what is outside inside. is what makes inside. Manila, <laughs> stop laughing. But oh, what is yeah, inside okay. is what make, makes outside. But but guys, I I I just say this, okay? Mm-hmm. Yeah. May I say something shortly? Yes. Yeah. 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 You guys remember uh John in uh, Revelations? Immediately yeah. he see he saw Jesus. Where was he? On the ground flat on the ground yeah. and everyone who always sees Christ they always flat on the ground i'm not saying that that's that's a position but i'm i'm saying that <laughs> what awareness of god's presence has to have an impact on you exactly you know so uh, i've seen some people who when the worship begins they're <laughs> no no you know that is that is um what is um... it And and I found this but but myself actually like the more like I feel like in touch with God the easier it is for me to kneel down and pray. True. Like 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 it, it, it's hard for me to kneel down and pray when I'm doing shallow prayer. Yeah. You know, I I I'm always twisting this is just my own personal experience. Like Lizzie said worship is very personal and I agree with that. But my own personal uh, experience is that when i'm not so much aware of god or like when when i'm not so in tune with god i find it hard to kneel down i i, I can kneel down maybe only five minutes and my knees start to hurt but let me tell you when i'm really like in the zone i can kneel down even one hour two hours that doesn't matter to me and when i think it's barry when yeah? life has hit barry and barry <laughs> when you go you know but things- barry, let me tell you yeah worship comes out think about even crashing When when life, you know, I'm telling you, Barry, like you're saying, when people are like this in church, I'm telling you, Barry, I'm telling you, even like Lizzie is saying in innovation worship, Pastor Stephen was saying, there's a time when life hits you, even if you don't understand who God is, that time you lift up your hands and you'll say, oh, I, I, I don't know really about you, but I'm going to lift up my hands. And so like you said, it, it's... Uh, for me i don't judge like you said because like barry said it's an awareness of god it's that it's that like you're saying you can't lift up your hands and that's why for us as the church you got to be careful on judging people on that act and because if someone doesn't really know who god is there's mm-hmm. no way they can really express themselves like cornella so the, the, the question you should never be asking yourself is why is that that guy worshiping like me but the question you should be asking yourself is maybe actually i need to bring him to their awareness and actually we need to improve in teaching people who god is 
Mm-hmm. Is that understanding of God is what gets you like very saying to have that reverence or that fear of God. Yeah. It's true. Like because if you know God, you you you've seen um in Isaiah chapter 6, right? Mm-hmm. In Isaiah chapter 6, Isaiah becomes aware of God and mm-hmm. sees the the train of his robe fill the temple. Right? And then that that straight away he started saying he started you know there was reverence he started seeing oh there's a problem with me there's a problem internally with me and things like that and uh John was also thrown on the ground as well and you know it says in the bible that you know every knee will bow you know and all these things and why will they do that because there'll be the revelation of who God is who Christ is and so on like that so there is a direct relation between your knowledge of God and your worship and the depth of your worship true yeah i don't i don't think it's it's possible to worship deeply if you're not being if you don't have the revelation of who mm-hmm. god is because when you know who god is there's no otherwise but to worship you know i i don't know have you seen like uh, anything that is good or anything that, that that is mighty or things like that there's just something in you that just like brings this awe mm-hmm. you know you, you 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 i don't know uh you see like a really huge building right and straight away and you're like man this thing is huge you know mm-hmm. so if you receive the revelation of who god is this this it's automatic automatic yeah yeah so i think that uh worship is reflexive it isn't it isn't something you do it's something that you do because of awareness so like it is just something that happens automatically like oh my goodness look so i can't i, I can't say to my yeah revelation exactly yeah and actually by i had a preacher say this and this was really profound he said that he knows some people even who don't follow god like the way we do, you know the revelation let me not say don't follow let me say the revelation of god is not up to par so this person in short he doesn't really live by the word but that person even though they're a gangster or whatever they come to the presence of god they even take their cup off they 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 have this reverence because and that's what like Barry saying it's it's never even about it's just that revelation because those people they don't even really you know follow you know the 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 bible or the the living of the life of the godliness but guess what when they come to the presence of god they recognize hey there is a there is a human there is a being here who is greater than me and so they have this just profound respect of god it yes. doesn't you know so yeah yes. uh, dennis do you have something to share yeah, yeah sure sure uh i hope you're able to hear me i i'm just getting interested in the conversation that is why i actually put on my camera so that uh Uh, at least i can be able to chip in i like the conversation as it is moving uh, i was just thinking just to agree with all of you whatever you're saying it is quite true my take would be uh, you would not get excited by by someone you do not know who do you smile at first okay because the aspect of people getting into church and they have got their arms folded when worship is when worship is going on there is something that normally communicates they are communicating something mm-hmm. you uh, probably it is it is something about uh 
someone they, they, they have just heard about, they've never had an experience, okay? It is easier, it is easier for me, I have heard about Obama, we've all heard about Obama, okay? But he does not know us, right? So there's some people that are going to get excited just because they've heard about him, but who knows him? Hearing and knowing, by the way, those are two different things. Mm. You've only heard about him, but you've never had an experience with God. So there are people who, who will stand like posts in the church, electrical posts. You, you know, this is the temple of the Lord. It, it shall not be moved. As much as worship is moving, this is the temple of the Lord. It, it, it shall not be shaken, you know. That's the attitude. But when you have had an experience with the Lord, it is going to express out just the same way when you meet a friend that you know you this is this is someone that you have had some interaction with you have had some relationship with, okay you get excited and that is how it is with god we would always get to that level where the moment you hear the music coming on okay the moment you hear that which uh, uh, your spirit connects the moment your spirit connects with the honor of, mm. of the life there is something that is going to be triggered deep down inside you you'll either lift up your hands you'll move your body you are going to smile because this is somebody that you have had some interaction and that is what worship is all about this, this is what i normally say uh when when there is no music for, for, for the people who will come, uh, uh, be, be, because worship is not all about music. It is beyond music, okay? It is a lifestyle that we live. If there shall be no music, and that day maybe you decide you're coming to church, telling guys we are not going to have worship today, what will you offer? Mm. What will you offer? A question for thought. Mm. Services are quite empty without so worship. So you know, actually what he said, actually, Lizzie, let me tell you, it's funny what Dennis said. Actually, elevation, a rhythm, I was watching this clip last night. The, the worship leader said, in the, in the set time of the youth worshiping, the lights turned off. And like you said, you know, that's why for me, I just laugh because I look at, you know, progression of my Christian life and I see that when I really was judging maybe Hillsong or Elevation, it was just my carnal self. Why? Because the Elevation leader said that there was a time when they were worshiping. So they decided to do like a 72 hour experience. So there's so much into the awe of God. And there's a time one of the, you know, the youth who were posting said this, that uh, they were in this presence of worship. And the worship leader, God was just telling him, hey, instead of you, you know, going to a next song, I want you to stay right here in this place. Mm. And the worship leader just stayed there. And happenly, because the viewers were online, because, you know, because of Corona, they couldn't, you know, experience, you know, they couldn't experience the live experience. Guess what? This youth, as the, the, the worship leader was leading them, they now started getting the awareness of the presence of God where they are. And like you're saying, Lee, they wanted to tell them that, or like Dennis was saying, worship is not just a song. 
it's 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 god actually coming into your room so what happened is the lights turned off at you know one of the e group where they were and guess what because the people were so much caught in the presence of god those people they stayed 30 uh, uh minutes just you know no music and nothing and they nobody even said a word because God had literally came. And so when that person wrote the post and said to the worship leader, the worship leader was reminded by God, this is what I wanted people to see that worship is never the the songs, the lights and everything. And that's why for me like Dennis was saying is people rebuke really and even for us we quick to and that's why Paul says on G, in James. He says this, be quick to you know listen but slow to speak because the church you can say hey elevation is this elevation is this but be careful because you know James even says that because why because that experience really even the worship leader was talking about it that really was a profound moment because those youth after that they gave their life to Christ because they were like man actually we have realized worship is never is never uh the lights or the music actually we experienced God in that moment and they gave their life to Christ and they wanted to be baptized so yeah yeah, yeah what Dennis was saying like yeah 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 just an addition now just an addition now getting getting to uh, these uh sometimes you read the bible and whether you stumble on stuff from the bible and you never ever understand how come this is something that has always been passing me Exodus 24 verse 11 yeah i think it is verse 11 You see like Moses Moses would always this is this is somebody that had mad so much Moses would always go up and have communication with God yeah but now this is just an aspect of worship that I was looking at at times not everyone goes past a particular level where you get to meet with God you know where you get to have that personal interaction with God and it and and, and it normally happens even in a normal setting within the church service Yeah. If if you read uh, 24 verse 11. Uh Okay, uh okay, let's start from verse nice uh from verse 9. Then Moses, Aaron, Nadab, Abihu and the 70 elders of Israel climbed up the mountain. Now, this is where the bomb comes in. There they saw the God of Israel. Another thing This is this has always been my thinking about what do you think is the color of gold from our perspective yeah gold vase yeah okay what is the color of gold you, you know that shiny thing whatever we see now look at what gold is what what the bible says what gold is because we are told in heaven the streets are paved with what gold gold yeah now read this verse uh, Bastem then they saw the god of Israel under his feet there seemed to be a surface of brilliant blue lapis lazuli as clear as the sky itself and though these nobles of Israel gazed upon god he did not destroy them there are people in Israel 70 elders who actually saw god they uh, uh, they actually experienced the gold they saw the gold What we actually know gold to be is in its in purest form. This is the pure form of gold. Then look at these guys. They go to heaven. Oh, okay, they meet with God up the mountain. 
and they see the God of Israel. Let's go further. Uh, he did not destroy them. In fact, they ate a covenant meal, eating and drinking in his presence. These are elders who went, ate and drank in the presence of God. That is what I call worship. You get to the level where you get things, you get to experience things beyond human, what human, uh, like what our minds cannot conceive, okay? And the truth is revealed to you. What we have seen as uh, things that have uh, uh, probably uh, what we have been taught in the past and what we have seen, maybe this is what the world has shown us. When we get to the point where we are experiencing God, the truth comes out mm. to us, okay? So that is just what I look at. This is the level of worship that I, I, I dream about. I would want to get to the level where I can be able to come to the presence of God, actually have that conversation with you, just mm. like these 70 elders, okay? So you, even thinking about that, what uh, Dennis was saying, do you think right now the church, even because that's a powerful thing you said, do you think even right now as the church, we, we like we said, and that's why I was saying, guys, we have to really more focus on the word even more than the preachers of the word. Why? Because like during this time, Moses was the only person who was told to, you know, to go up to the mountain of God. But guess what? When Jesus came, he there's a reason why the veil was torn. So everybody now can go up to the mountain. You know, back in the, the old covenant, you, you know, like unless from this passage, but people couldn't go up the mountain of God because when you when you met God, it just, you know, and so people are unclean. But now the blood of Jesus has given us everybody access. Like we all, and that's the, the time we say we spend time with God, our daily time with God is that mountain going up the mountain and say god like above rainy above very above dennis above mercy god i want you to speak to me and having that time and i just just you know going there for 20 minutes but having that time and that's why i was telling you guys there's no way you can spend time with god and then it doesn't reflect in your life that's like you see this passage the same thing i was telling you guys the more you spend time with god the more he refines you and the more you come out and the more you're productive and and you're full of the spirit so there's no way you can say hey i spent time with god in the morning and i'm giving an attitude to all of you guys yeah and um when danny said something that toward the end and i i remembered barry's favorite the scripture when he says we have to worship it's a must we worship god in spirit and in truth and 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 before that scripture it says god is spirit mm. so we have to always walk in spirit for us to be able to worship him in spirit and in truth and for us to remember that god spoke us into existence and we can only relate relate with word because we are word ourselves mm. yeah I actually want to say something in conjunction with uh, what Dennis said and now what you have said about what I said earlier <laughs> about spirit and truth. Preaching. Yeah. If, if you look at this, this, this is a very interesting passage. I have to thank you for that. Uh, God bless you, Dennis, for this. This is, I, I've never, I haven't read this like this. <laughs> now I have the revelation of it. But and I see that every time 
the Bible mentions mountains. It talks about prayer. Yeah. yeah. It talks about prayer. And prayer is really a way that you can go in the spirit. You know? Because when you are interacting with God, God is a spirit. So when you're praying, it's not just you praying with your physical. You're praying with your spiritual. You're engaging the spiritual. Mm-hmm. You know? So if you think about it like this, you know, worship and prayer, they go hand in hand very much. Yep. Worship and prayer go hand in hand very much. Many times I have to say from personal experience, sometimes it has been difficult to pray. But immediately you start worshiping. There's something that happens. There's, there's, there's a, your heart breaks open and suddenly there's access, you know? So what one of the results of worship is access. Access, you can see this in access to God. Through prayer and through worship, through reverence, they had access to God. They had access to God. You have access to God. And those people who have true access to God, they're worshipers. I know, I, I, one, you know, Elisha. You know, uh, there's, there's, there's this one time that they're they're in the desert with the two kings, you know, one from uh, Judah and the other one from Israel, and they're lost, you know, and there's no word of God. Yeah. They're out of there without direction. And what, should, what does Elisha say? Elisha says that yes, bring for me the timber, I know, not the timber, like um, those music, harpist, the harpist. Yeah, exactly. And they begin playing the harp, they begin worshiping. And then suddenly he has access to God. He has access to God's word and he has direction. So the thing is that if any time you're lost, right, you should always worship. Mm -hmm. Worship gives the word of God and the word of God is light to our path, right? So it gives you direction. And if you think about it, if you want to know what is God's will in your life, you should always look at what will make you worship him more clearly. Those children of Israel, they were taken from... um, Egypt to uh, Canaan to do what? To worship God. So where God is taking you will always be to a place where you can worship him more. I think I was speaking with you, Rene, the other day about that, right? That if you want to know, like, if, is this thing really in the will of God for my life? Ask yourself, is it helping me reach the promised land? Is it helping me reach where I will be able to worship God more clearly? You know? So with that, it's important to also notice, like, what are the obstacles to worship? You know? So we know, obviously, um, sin mm-hmm. is a big obstacle to worship. Right? I mean, yeah. I don't know. Uh, uh, okay, there were some times back when, maybe like uh, two years ago, something like that. I mean, even, even recently, like, if, 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 let me not be pious. Let me just be open. You are, like you're saying. But everybody yeah. wanted just to add just one point, one sentence to what you said. Yeah. You know, that's, you know what Barry said is so true. I've realized anything in my life that I realize I don't need God to achieve it, it's not from God. I'm telling you, anything that God has for you, it, it takes all of you. A lot of us, we're asking, is this from God? Is this not? If that doesn't require God to for you to achieve it, it's not from him. Anyway, that's, that's, that's actually a very big point. Because God is interested in partnership. Exactly. Ah, Actually, they only say when you worship, you're partnering with heaven in faith. Oh, 
I'm writing that down. I think I think now this worship is a mystery. It's a secret. It's one of the mysteries. <laughs> and do you remember? I'm not so good with history, but do you remember there were? Um, I don't know if there were. I don't know. They they, uh, they were fighting, and then. <laughs> I'm not so good with, with biblical history, <laughs> and then <laughs> was fighting. God communicated. Was it Joshua? I think it was Joshua. Was it? I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, God communicated with this leader to take worshippers and put them in front of the line to go and fight. Worshippers, King Jehoshaphat. Yes. Is it, that, that's where I was reading right now. Ah, speak it, Sister Onela. Okay, preach it then. <laughs> No, preach it. Preach it. Preach it. We want to see you. It's in Second Chronicles 20. Yeah. From 20. But the story about this, uh, this, uh, this, is it, was it a priest or some, something like that? It started from 14 up to, to the end, I think, the end of the chapter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Second Chronicles. Oh, yeah. When the king, uh, when the king, yeah. Yeah. Continue. Uh, woman of God. Not easy. Yeah, okay. Basically, what happened is... Uh, oh, yeah. Go, brother. The king consulted, the, 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 the king consulted and uh, he consulted, and he actually was told, uh, uh, let Judah go first. You know what Judah means? Praise, right? Yeah, that praise. Yeah. And, and that is just uh, an aspect of uh, battle formation, for Christians especially. You, we we cannot fight we cannot go fighting physically but sometimes you know when you're overwhelmed and you've got nothing to say a song a humming works out yeah, yeah because it is connecting, connecting Renny, I know I know Renny does not hum Renny you you shout <laughs> Renny is a shouter <laughs> man when I go to war like Dennis <laughs> Sometimes, hey, man, you gotta go into on your knees, man. There's no other way. You, you, yeah, sure, sure. You know, sometimes the 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 postures we take towards worship. Uh, okay, yeah, yeah. And I was remembering about the postures of worship. Sometimes the expressions that you have for worship. You know, I normally have a problem. I will always have a problem with somebody who's going to come to church and fold their hands. Honestly speaking, I know there is a problem. <laughs> <laughs> I know there is a problem. If at all, if at all, prayer cannot move them, a song cannot move them, the word of God cannot move them. Then what moves them honestly? What is it yeah. that triggers <laughs> their spirit? Okay. Uh, you feel like going to ask? Hey, is, is <laughs> remove the hands. <laughs> you, you know. <laughs> yeah, you'd want to pray for them. But anyway, there are people who are still shy. So again. It is, it is a matter of uh, how, how, uh, how deep have you been with Christ mm. so that you're not embarrassed. It is almost like having that relationship. You're not embarrassed of this other person, okay? Mm. Because you have been with them for quite a long while. So you're not embarrassed to this person. It is the same with Christ. Would you be embarrassed to just lift up your hands because, you know, that is what you're feeling that particular moment? Yeah? You, you know, there are those things that just uh, 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 trigger your spirit. They just trigger your spirit at that particular point, and it is going to reflect whatever goes on in the inside. It 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 actually comes out. It actually comes out. Yes, that's true. That's true. Dennis, you were saying the story about uh, Joashafat. I'm actually oh. interested. 
Oh, King Jehoshaphat, yeah. I was just trying to 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 put Liz into perspective, yeah. That it was... to to Liz. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there were some people who were fighting and they went to war and and, and, and the leader consulted God and God said, "Listen, I'm looking for people who are willing to receive the spirit of truth." So he told him, "Listen, put the happiest and whatever and the dramist you know when, when in high school and uh we watch this a lot of movies in high school and they have this uh band thing and they marching have drums band, yeah. and everything exactly the matching so i just imagine imagine people are coming with spears and and whatever they they were armed with and then these ones are coming with drums and and flutes and the harps going for a fight yeah but i love how the story begins sorry easy to cut you off Uh, this king he started by worshiping god yeah yeah read verse six he was saying oh lord god of our fathers are you not god in heaven mm-hmm. and do you not rule over all the kingdoms of the nations mm-hmm. and in your hands is there not power and might so that no one is able to withstand you then after that like the the like his prayers continues up till i don't know uh, which verse Then after that, it is when God revealed like his strategy, how they should behave, how they should do. Afterwards, worshiping. Because this guy, he didn't come, you know, God, you this, you promised this and that. No, he started, are you not God? Are you not our God? Are you like that in your hands? Is that not power and might? so that no one is able to withstand you he didn't start with the promises you know god promised so many stuff of israel but he he put them aside he started to worship god mm. and then after that then god came and revealed like the strategy how they should go and uh, like uh, to to like how they should behave literally so all st- all came after worshiping god this king uh, he was like wow he It was so wow this jehoshaphat i wish i would. i will see him one day i know if he's in heaven i'm so wow yeah he went like he put he put aside like his problems his all 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 that he had then he was like god are you not god in your hand there is might and power so that no one can withstand you it was like worshiping worshiping despite his problems he put them aside he was like he was trying to he was not trying he humbled himself before god because he knew he is god he is almighty he is the great i am so he was like even if i know you are god i know you are god so i'm going to worship you because that is who you are you know mm. he was telling god who god is instead of going you know god me i don't have money for rent me i don't have my account is zero i don't know whatever no it was like you are god you are god you are god and then god okay god was satisfied he was like i'm going to do something for them that's why even he came like with might he told them just go and stand there go and stand and watch and see what god is going to do like for you guys and then yeah. they went just standing and then putting music and dancing that's it and then god came and like deliver them from their enemies yeah but so god definitely... god will fight our battles in, in worship you know yeah because yeah you, worship. the battle is the lord yeah because yeah, I think... to, to realize who he is who he is not focus on our problems our situations just realize who he, who he is i think is it in some 40 something he say be still and know that i am god god mm. yeah 
Yeah. Be still and know I am what God. God. Yeah, that's it. I, I think that I think that if I can add something on actually what you guys are saying, I love, 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 love the part that Brother Dennis said that worship is a lifestyle. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, he's saying that um, Psalms forty six ten, yeah. You be still and know that I'm God. Mm. And mm. to every Christian, this is my understanding. You know, knowing is an active word. Mm. Knowing is an active verb. You know, if I wanna know Ornella, I'm gonna have to spend some time with her. I am not gonna ask about. I'm I'm, I'm not going to Lizzie. Hi, Lizzie. Guy, tell me who who is Ornella. Mm. You know. Yet I have access to Anella. I'm just gonna go spend some time with her, and then two years later, two months later, two weeks, I'm gonna meet Barry. He's gonna be like, oh, by the way, I I I saw this other guy in church, and I'll be like, you know what? Let me tell you about Anella. I spent time with her. I know her. Oh, you understand? Good. I've lived with uh-huh. her. So yeah. When it comes to worship for me, mm-hmm. it is it is who I am. Versus what I do, mm-hmm. because at a certain point, God is telling, is asking, said, and He's like, "You, you, you, you chill. Did you see Job? Did you see my dude? You know, He's taking mm-hmm. pride in Job. And Job at, at that point, at that <laughs> moment, yeah, Job has no idea. <laughs> Job has no idea. <laughs> yeah, have you seen God? Yeah." Ooh. Duh. Like, <laughs> did, did you say, have you seen my dude? <laughs> what did you say? You <laughs> said my dude. Let me yeah, see my dude. Like, oh, don't know exactly what say. Like, no, like, no, which version? Which version? Which version? I still love you. God is taking pride in job. Because of how he lives in mm-hmm. relation to who he is, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, God is boasting in, in Job not because I mean, I mean not not that Job knows about all Job is doing. He's living, mm-hmm. he's doing, mm-hmm. he is seeking after him. So being a life of worship, living a life of worship is where, and this is this is where I probably get a little, a little bit sour is where you have to fit a certain phrase at the beginning, the middle, or at the end of anything you say, you do, you watch, you listen to. If it's not unto the glory of God, then it's not worth having, it's not worth doing, it's not worth saying, it's not worth watching. If I want to watch a movie and be like, I want to watch to the glory of God this movie. If that phrase is not fitting in there, you know, the way you, you're talking to your friends, the people you're hanging up, you're hanging with, when you say, okay, but we're going to go for a movie. If I cannot fit that word to the glory of God into that movie date or whatsoever you call it, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm canceling that thing. It's true. Amen. Uh, uh, movies, movies, really, I, I, I wonder... Who can watch a movie anymore in 2020? I can't. I, I'm sorry. I, the more you know the Bible, the more you can hear the devil speaking clearly through those things. Sometimes they say that I'm struggling, I'm wrestling with my inner demons. You know, <laughs> the, the guy, the guy is just saying it there, 
and even song lyrics these days like you hear them and the things they say there's this one which i just heard the other day uh there, there's a man saying that i'll worship you to to a, a woman in the in the in the in, in the song i was in mcdonald's the other day and they were, they were singing that i was like man heresy after heresy i'm hearing you know and it, it, um that's that's powerful by i think even like what dennis was saying I, is it is it uh my pastor Torrey was saying this one time they were moving to a building and you know they've been told like hey you know what oh i think it was anella when she was talking about sometimes when you get caught up with our problems i remember he was saying at this time of his life they have like 60 days to vacate a premise and you know like every you know pastor who's filled with the presence of god he cried out and he started you know saying god where are you where are you and this funny that when god came to him he told him don't seek the building seek the kingdom and it's funny you know i i i like given me have realized in my life that anytime it, it's because he, when you seek the building you miss it but when you seek the kingdom everything is in the kingdom your wife is in the kingdom your husband is in the kingdom your money is in the kingdom anything in your life any you know and so for us you know and that's why the lord's prayer it's so powerful there's a reason why you know jesus said the kingdom first before daily needs daily bread and all that because we realize that the power of the kingdom when the kingdom co-signs everything and that's why you remember by I was telling you that when you got the kingdom everything you always just win it's a win like all you do is win because you can't stop the kingdom even the universe can stop the kingdom because everything you do is win and so it's just that you know remember guys the the focus of alignment alignment you know alignment just as the kingdom on earth and even just saying what Dennis is saying about you know worship i think about the the, the synagogue ruler you know this man was was the chief of synagogue and guess what when something happened to his daughter it doesn't matter your class your your status your anything i'm telling you it makes you go down on your knees the chief of synagogue he didn't care about the people who were there he cried out to jesus because man when when life hits you hey man i'm telling you puts any doesn't matter who it is he puts them on their knees and they cry out to god and that's what happened to the you know the chief synagogue where he raised jairus you guys know him as jairus his daughter yeah. mm-hmm. that's what and something to add on uh to what onella said like focusing like in worship you focus on uh, the the creator the who i am <laughs> the, the great guy upstairs am. yeah the great i am <laughs> i am the great i like saying who i am because when he when everyone asked him who are you he was like i am <laughs> <laughs> so um, If you look at the book of Isaiah Isaiah 54 verse 1 So imagine yourself in problems and in troubles <laughs> and in in situations where you feel like you know telling God why why have you forsaken me why why this moment So Isaiah 54 sing obare 
if you don't know what barren is it's someone who doesn't who, who who can't bear children or a child sing or barren you who have not born break forth with singing and cry loud you who have not labored with child for more are the children of the desolate that the children of the married woman says the lord enlarge uh, the place of your tent and let them stretch out the curtains of your dwelling do not spare lengthen your cords if you read on continue continue and then um if you come to verse 6 for the lord has called you like a woman for second and grieved in spirit like a youthful wife when you are refused says your god for a mere moment i have forsaken you but with great masses i will gather you Okay. So I for just me, need I'm to like... send this verse to someone. I think you have just, yeah. Thank you. Is, do you know whose verse was written? Do you know who 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 uh, who was this woman? Yes, who was it? Who was it? It was Sarah. Yeah. It was Sarah. And, and Barry, I think we'll talk about in forgiving God. Like, actually, actually, it's a good point to mention what Anella said. There's mm-hmm. some time in your life I don't care who you are but there's a time in your life like Hannah you got to tell God how you feel you you got to take off this titles and exactly. what people say about God and you got to you got to tell God what's in your heart like Hannah I don't know if you guys remember Hannah Hannah mm-hmm. Hannah Hannah there's a time that it it became too much that she she poured out her heart to God and that time it's unfiltered you know it's it's anything and that's the another aspect of worship is not just sometimes we we learn this colloquialism in church but there's some time you got to tell God hey God I'm struggling with oh God I, I don't know where you are you know you got to get real with God and guess what when you get real with God I'm telling you like Hannah he comes and he does what you know because sometimes like you said the traditions sometimes we we so much caught in tradition but when you pour out your heart to God and tell him how you feel God is not actually offended but you saying something to him he knows you he said in Jeremiah I formed you I knew yeah. it but anyway we'll talk that about him forgiving God you know that's yeah. what that part, yeah. yeah so when, when I just wanted to point out <laughs> is whatever situation you're going in as onella as onella said whatever situation you're going through i think the most important thing is to know whom you're actually serving because and as i always say god knows where you started and where you, and, and where everything is going to end right so just sing just give him pre- i know it's the hardest thing to do but just you know sing oh wow that's, that's 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 really big that's yeah. really big um okay just turn to Isaiah chapter 6 but i like i like that phrase which you used which says that whom are we actually serving because actually mm-hmm. the word serve in hebrew is the same thing as the word worship yes mm-hmm. it's yes. the same word and you said that worship is a lifestyle right mm-hmm. and Therefore, you know, sometimes you're working, right? You should know who you're actually working for. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. You should know that hey, I'm not working Woo! for the boss, I'm working for God. That's why it says that in everything you do, 
you have to do it diligently as if you're working for the lord but yeah, look, yes, brother. look look wait wait isaiah chapter 6 verse 1 mm-hmm. look this is this 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 is look it's a very important thing because in the year that king uzziah died this is isaiah speaking mm-hmm. i saw the lord sitting on a throne high and lifted up and the train of his robe filled the temple think about that as long why did it happen that when king uzziah died that is when isaiah saw the vision because mm-hmm. all this time isaiah is thinking that king uzziah is on the throne when mm-hmm. god is the one on the throne exactly mm-hmm. so there's, there's no there's no revelation because okay in verse 3 he says holy holy is the lord he begins worshiping i mean he, he, his experience is the worship in heaven and so on like that the thing is that there's some things on the thrones of our minds that are inhibiting our worship yeah so, there there's some things that we think are on the throne for example of our finances mm-hmm. so we can't worship god when it comes to financial hardship or financial breakthrough because we that think that's yes. something else is on the throne for that I, I i seem to have a favorite amount good night ah ah yes jojo good night sleep well the thing is that we need we need to really first of all need to ask ourselves the question mm-hmm. who are mm-hmm. we serving who do we yeah. think is on the throne oh yeah of our hearts of our minds who do we think is on the throne i mean in in different areas of our lives you know who do you think is on the throne I love what Renny said. Renny today you said that uh, uh last week you said that God has revealed himself to you as his provider. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. As his provider. Mm-hmm. As, as as your provider. Mm-hmm. Maybe before this year. So now you can worship him for that. You can worship him as as your provider, right? What is what is what is uh Jehovah Rapha is it? No, Jehovah Jireh. Jehovah Jireh, sorry, sorry. Jehovah Jireh. I need to like get the names. Jehovah right. Rapha is uh is um God. Yeah, but Jehovah Jireh. Now you can praise him as that. Yeah, yeah. Because the thing what, what did he do first? It took away the the job. The job has fallen the off the off, off the throne of your provision. I know. And so actually, he has replaced he gave, that. Actually give me a scripture and I want you guys to hold on on that scripture that uh in Haggai 2 he told uh he told the prophet Haggai that silver and gold are mine. like mm. silver so money is silver and when you know ah. silver does not belong to a person a job a government or anything when you know silver and that's why guys it's important to tithe tithe is is you know tithe is a form of worship it's mm-hmm. it's it's a, it's a it's a place of you saying and like Barry is saying even when uh, Jojo was talking about job do you know job in the first book of job job didn't get a revelation of god actually job got a revelation of god in job at the end of the book he said i've heard yes. about you yes i know yeah yeah like mm-hmm. i've heard about you but now mm-hmm. i know mm-hmm. and wait, wait. the first scriptures we read when we started bible no bible. no but 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 then also doesn't he worship like god in the beginning like the blessed, blessed be the lord who giveth and taketh and taketh yeah. so and it begins and ends with worship <laughs> imagine the revelation of job 
really stuck to him after he you remember guys and that's why we got to be careful about what we fear because job used to worship god and give sacrifices in fear because his sons may have had gone into another way and the bible says what job feared came upon him so you got to be careful about what you fear it may come upon you but as the end job like like uh, dennis was saying he grew revelation of god now after disaster to disaster and he realized guess what now god i see you at a whole different lens because before job had had a small revelation of god and so you know but now when he really saw god he said hey actually now he repents and he says god you know what he mm-hmm. stops even casting the day he was born and everything because now he got the revelation of who really god is and that's why he says to god you know what i've heard about you but now i have seen you with my own eyes and mm-hmm. then is saying that's a place when you get like for me this year i like barry was saying i really realized hey my money actually providence it never comes from anybody it comes from god you know my eyes just like poop open it's like a light bulb because god gave you a vision and when he gives you a vision he has already given you provision like it's already sorted out oh yeah, yeah that's a good one that's yeah he, he has already sorted it out Anyway, uh probably just just to bring it back home I uh uh I think I've had one of one of us has just spoken about you know sometimes we we get to a place where you know you're imagining whether God is uh God is around mm. is he present there are people who would always get to church and uh and you're wondering are they present or are they not and and it just come came to my attention like if uh for them that lead worship in church you know the present worship team the people who are normally at the front the people who are spirit filled going to heaven head first demon just <laughs> <first. laughs> <laughs> like like uh, Barry. <laughs> they are among us <laughs> you know i was just thinking about like if one time ever like if ever the church the congregation would just get a revelation of what god has kept them from Oh, a bad for the worship team. you know mm. you know why people would worship without you having to prompt them mm. you know i would say that the reason why i say this because we have got worshipers uh, the people who lead worship there are others that are actually they would they would do so well in in the army commanders of of the armies you, you know <laughs> you're not lifting up your hands you're not doing <laughs> yeah but anyway this is this is this is just what was uh, was actually uh let me get the scripture Psalms 139 okay if you if you read Psalms 139 by the way it gives you a glimpse of how close god is you, you know how faith, close faith, god is faith, to faith faith Psalms what Sure, sure. She's at home then. She's at home. Do you know, do you know it it uh, it talks about how close God is to us, you know, and mm. it it talks about David mentions if I go to the deepest of the earth, you know, deepest of the seas, God is there. Mm. And you know, uh 
and it actually uh, tells me that uh, the, the reason why I say uh, uh, worship is a lifestyle, uh, it is not it is not going to be confined in a building or maybe just for a particular part of the day. You know, mm-hmm. at all, I'm going to worship on Sunday. It has to happen on Monday. It has to happen on Tuesday. Mm-hmm. I need to learn that aspect of being in God's presence like every other time. You know, you know, uh, like, like, um, I believe you have ever talked to someone here. Yeah? You have ever had a conversation with someone, and uh, you know, you you can almost tell that uh, that this person is not with you. Yeah. Have you, have you have you have you ever spoken to someone and you just feel like their mind is not there with you? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, for ladies, for, for, for ladies, sometimes sometimes you can almost tell, or or maybe you're in a restaurant somewhere and somebody is just yeah. there. You know, maybe they're taking coffee and all that, and you can almost tell this person's mind is not even taking like they're not there taking that tea. They have gone to the shopping mall, they've gone to the fast supermarket, go to the fast supermarket. They outfit, your cash Exactly. You can you can find two people in the same environment, the same song being sung. Mm. One person is experiencing God's presence, mm-hmm. you know. The other person is just feeling like they're feeling nothing but either betrayal, anger, loneliness, you know. And 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 you'd want to ask yourself, why do these things? This is the very same environment, the same songs, the same worship leader. Why does it happen to two people differently? Mm-hmm. You know. It is it is it is something that you don't want to think about. It brings me back to even even the worship team, the members in the worship team. You could almost tell somebody who is up front there, Papa. Yes. And and, uh, and you can almost tell somebody who is yes, they're singing, but they're not in God's presence. Mm. You see, guys, what I was telling you what Dennis is saying, like mm-hmm. there's no way you can spend time with God. Dennis just confirmed what I said. Okay, yeah, there's yeah. no way you can spend time with <laughs> God Amen. and you have a crazy day. There's no uh-huh. way. There's no yeah. way. Dennis, you'll make Renny get out of the city. <laughs> <laughs> Renny is going to fly out of this. <laughs> no. Because the Bible says where two or mouths, two or more mouths confess, the, the word of God is established. That's what Dennis is saying now right now exactly yeah so so just what i am saying is sometimes even worshipers even me as a worshiper who who would be leading worship i have to be present in god's presence mm. i have to be present in god's presence yes i am in the congregation or out because hi buddy <laughs> yeah, yeah. Why are we being attacked? You know, do you know Psalms 139 triggers us? Like hey. just triggers of God's presence. Like, mm-hmm. Triggers us. Right mm-hmm. there. Think about lacking, uh, think about uh, think about putting on a switch, an electrical switch, okay? Mm-hmm. Switch it off, it is going to be dark switch it on like get into god's presence he is there 
and a number of us get there and disappear at yeah uh, uh, physically present mind doing shopping yeah yeah sometimes you are uh uh chances are we could be looking at maybe uh who is that walking into church late and then, oh, they, yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, uh, that's true You had oh, yellow last Sunday. Then you have Mr. Massey. I love what you said, uh, Dennis, about like the same environment but different experiences. Exactly. You know, they say they say that the same sun that hardens the clay melts the wax. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so <laughs> you, it's really worship is a big way of exposing who you are or like you're standing with God. Uh, like 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 you, you see worship going on in the church you can tell you can tell has, has it run away <laughs> but, but, but we have a guest i think like uh, let's even our guest speak a bit by the way we have, we have somebody who has, who has not said their word don't even see their face hello the hello guest onela onela the, the the word is coming for you today until you're like hey god <laughs> can you can you slow down the jojo almost carriage. Masi, you've switched off your camera. Basi, why are you going, Masi? Masi, bari, unashita gani? It's a camera. She's there. <laughs> no, no, no I, I thought, because sometimes her camera goes off and she doesn't know that it's gone off. Oh. Yeah, it's uh, easy, 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 easy. Thank you, thank you, my, thank you. You're, he's my brother, thank you. Yeah. There's something to find the term. Bari is a good brother. Thank you. <laughs> but, but there's something yeah. Dennis said and I think it really convicted me one time. I was listening to this preacher and he said this. If you are driving in your car, for example, Mercy, I know Mercy has a car. And Mercy, when you're driving in your car, let me just let me just convict you with this like the way I was convicted one time. You like coming for me. It's the spirit of God. But listen, when you're driving a car, just like what Dennis was saying, it's so powerful. When you're driving a car, mercy from maybe from your job to work or maybe you're going to Helsinki. Does if, if I was in your car, mercy, would you speak to me? Yes, right? If I was in your car, you would speak to me. Is it mm-hmm. true? Is it true? Mm-hmm. And when, so meaning When you drive in your car and you're alone, do you speak to God all that way because he's there? Like he is there. Like do you Really you have no idea. So that's that's the same <laughs> thing. That's the same thing for me it was like wow. Like like Dennis Guys, was, uh, like, one is going off. We're going to have to switch to the other one. So if you see someone leaving, you don't be worried. You're going to be back in two seconds and a half. Okay. okay. So so when you when you you're not even just your car anywhere that like Dennis was saying that like conscious awareness of God of like wait you know what I mean actually I can speak to him like I may be alone like in my room but he's there 
like mm-hmm. that constant and not just asking him for needs but that mm-hmm. just converse mm-hmm. constant conversation like father like Barry, day, good morning Barry, let me in let let mm-hmm. Nella in please mm-hmm. but then it's that was that was powerful i know i know you know already sometimes i say like what you just said i sometimes i, I say oh god i think maybe people will think i'm i'm my, I'm, I'm crazy and then i remember oh there is hands free so someone will think maybe i'm talking on the phone via via bluetooth but i'm just in i'm just talking to god but i should say maybe people will think mass is crazy even when i'm at work <laughs> but 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 i want to ask a question now to mm. everyone right because mm-hmm. there's there's this individual worship mm-hmm. right but then and we talked about the environment as well but now think about corporate worship mm-hmm. you know um I have found it difficult to worship in places. Corporate, corporate worship is like when you are many of you worshiping. Uh-huh. Which I mean like in heaven we will do corporate worship, right? Corporate. You know the, the we'll be married and everyone will be there at the wedding and everyone will worship all together and things like that. And uh now there's an issue because I've seen that there's some sometimes some people like uh Monday to Saturday the out of worship I, i like what dennis said you can't confine worship to a building a location and you can't con- you can't say that i'll worship god only on sunday you can't say that i'll worship god only in church that's not worship worship is a lifestyle and i like that very much but there's some people in church you go to church the same church but they have that view of worship they're like it's now worship time it's going to be 30 minutes long i'm going to do it so obviously they're completely out and there's 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 a dissonance there's a effect it has on your worship as well at some point because mm-hmm. okay i understand sometimes by yourself you can you know you can break the chains loose and so on like that but there is a spirit of heaviness that sometimes come that creeps in do you guys know what i'm talking about mm-hmm. that 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 there in an environment or you're in a church or in a setting where that just, just that day the devil has tied people down mm-hmm. and that's like intruding on you like that gets to me sometimes because oh, yeah. uh I, i i'm i'm in the worship team mm-hmm. and then sometimes on sunday there's a lot of pressure mm-hmm. a lot of pressure and everyone is not in a, in the best mood you know the the, 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 the the environment is not in the first example the environment is for worship people have different experiences but this other thing is that the environment is not right you know You know why Barry you mm. know why why that happens that clog you know why that clog is happening is because people didn't start worship in their homes because what does hebrew says hebrew 10 actually i was thinking about that that corporate stuff and that's why like you're saying even before you go to church even though it's a sunday spend time with god before you step in the church so that when especially maybe Barry's there playing the keys and and Lizzie's there worshiping with Dennis that you guys you're mm. not trying to start the worship at church no you're already in the mood of worship so it's there's a synchro there's a, like that the synchronization because let's go to Hebrew 10:25 and what we see what God says about corporate worship he says He says and that's why Barry saying we can't forsake that because he says net let's not forsake Hebrew what sorry he didn't 25 He says 
let's not forsake our assembling together as is the habit of some, but we encourage each other more and more. And that's why Barry, especially now for you now, when people are not in that in that atmosphere, you now have, like you're saying, Barry, now you, you can't focus on, on where they are or not with God. Now it's for you now to remind them. When you gather there, it's for you to encourage them and to remind them. And you're, you know, that time in Sunday, you're reminding them, hey, we, we gather. Why do we gather? To encourage one another. Maybe someone has had a bad week and maybe maybe their, their, their child, their parent, I don't know who, upset them. And, and so they're trying to bring all these things. And now for you as a man of God, you have to take charge. You have to take charge and know, you know, God has given you a mantle like he gave Moses or Joshua. He has given you a mantle. And like you, you won't say, hey, because people are not worshiping, I can't do this and this. No, you have to take the same, you know, the same, just like if you are alone and you remind them and encourage them as the days are drawing near. And that what was Paul was saying, that when we meet together, it's not just to worship, but it's to encourage. Maybe I've been, I've been, I've been hanging on. Maybe I'm so much thinking about how my provision is and is going. But when I meet Barry, he reminds me, hey, you know what, Rainy? Actually, you're worrying about this thing. God is settled. And Barry is there to encourage me and to propel me. Why? Because as we we are not in this journey as an own, as one by an individual. No, we're all matching corporately. So it's that place of encouraging and sharpening one another. And that's why we can't forsake because some people, like you're saying, some people, most, some of us will forget the reason why Christ came. And that's why we can't really worship. We can't see God clear. And so for us who have the revelation, we have to continue encouraging them. And, and that's why we have this communities. Why? It's for us because some at a point, one of us may, may forget the reason why we are here. And God is saying, okay, when that person forgets, Barry hasn't forgotten. And so what? Barry, your work also is to encourage me and to remind me the reason why I'm here. And that's why there's that corporate gathering or assembly, you know, as we draw near to the day of Christ. Yeah. And also, I would like just to say something uh, as Reni now has. Huh? Don't say my face. <laughs> I don't know. As okay. Reni now has spoken about like uh, uh, worshiping God, like collectively. Yeah. You know, me, I would just like say something about like worshiping God individually. You can read in Hebrews 13, verse 15. I had it ever since we started this. Well, I will just read from this. Uh, Therefore, let us offer through Jesus a continual sacrifice of praise to God, proclaiming our allegiance to his name. Let's just re replace this uh, praise to worship. Mm. Yeah, so let us just continually, like, despite what we are facing, like, uh, um, like what we are going through, let us remember that through Christ, let's offer a continual sacrifice of worship to God, of worship to God. Yeah, that's what I wanted to say about like uh, worshiping God individually. Yeah. Okay, Lizzie. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm taking note. <laughs> well, I've uh, just noticed something like worship also goes with Thanksgiving. 
it's a sacrifice, Lizzie. Exactly. Mm. But from the, verse you, from the verse you've read, mm. the last part, giving thanks in his name, mm. right? And mm. then you, rem- you remember the story of the 10 lepers. Mm. Yeah. Mm. And then one came back and Jesus was like, what? I thought I, I hit I <laughs> 10 people. <laughs> Where are the rest? <laughs> and he was like, I don't know. You know, but he came back to give thanks. Mm, so 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 profound actually lizzie paul tells timothy that when you pray you gotta pray from an attitude of gratitude, of gratitude exactly. some of us even are worshiping now from gratitude i don't know i don't know if if, if god is using lizzie to check on us but <laughs> hey hey you know paul said when you pray how do you start your prayer? Do you start your prayer in gratitude or do you start your prayer with all the needs that you want or anything? Because Paul told Timothy, this is, this is the way when you give gratitude to God, now you're able to realize, hey, actually, it's not even about me. It's, you know, you, so you, you get the perspective of yourself. And, and so that's like what Liz is saying. Even prayer and worship, the first thing should be gratitude. Because yeah, buddy, you, buddy, you understand where gratitude is a must comes from. Gratitude <laughs> <laughs> is a must. Yeah. By the way, like, yeah. Appre- appreciating God and appreciating what he has done. Uh, yeah. For me, there's, there's recently, there's been one chapter that has always provoked me just to worship and to thank God. And I don't know if somebody can get it in the right version because it's, it's good in each version. I think, uh, Randy, you know, it's 2 Samuel chapter 22. Mm. I call it the hidden psalm because mm. it's not in Psalms, but it's David writing a psalm. Mm. And uh, th- th- does someone have it in, in uh, the Samuel. message? 2 Samuel chapter 22. This is David yeah, actually giving Thanksgiving. Yeah, the message version. Somebody can read it in the message version. It's powerful. You will cry if you read it in the message version. But 2 Samuel chapter 22. And this is... um, The whole chapter. 21. No, no, 21. I don't don't do verses anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But it's like... It's it's Thanksgiving. It's David giving thanks. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And uh, wait, let me just find it. Samuel 22, verse 21 to 25. If you have the message version, you can read it. Okay. Second Samuel 22. Mm, you said verse from 21? Yeah, wait. 25. Yeah. Which one's, oh, which one's so, did, sorry, did, sorry, sorry. No, the message version is quite different. Okay. Uh, 22, 2 Samuel 22, 21 to 25. This is the oh, message. Wait, start, start, start. Start from the 17. I think, what, what does it begin? 17 yeah from 17 to 20 and 21 and 25 this is this is this this one is now my new favorite i I usually don't entertain things which are not nkgv but you gotta shift my heart this year i've been i've been catching barry what is called tradition i've been breaking his tradition (laughs) it's true to to only nkg njkv But I'm okay. cutting his traditions. But anyway, okay. nice go, go so ahead. Read, read from 17 and then the next one, because they're grouped, I think, yeah. This is yeah. powerful. But he caught, reached all the way from the sky. He pulled me out of the ocean of, ocean of hate 
that enemies chaos, the void in which I was drowning. They hit me when I was down, but God stuck by me. He stood up on a wide open field. I stood there, surprised to be loved. Wow. 21. God made my life complete when I was placed all pieces before him. When I, was, when I cleaned up my act, he gave me a, well, he gave me a fresh start. Indeed, I have, I, I have kept a lot to God's ways. I have taken God for granted. Yeah, Every day I review the ways. Read again. I think the, you. Read, 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 read again slowly. Read, Take read, it again from 17. You're, you're not doing my you're you're doing you're you're justice. Quoting the Bible. Okay. Okay. Come on. Come on. Or, 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 yeah, read, read from 17. Read. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Read with confidence, bold. confidence, strength. Or, 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 or do you want me to read it? People, you like coming for me. This is all of my confidence. Amen. 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 Yeah. Waiting. Yeah. Okay, I'll start again. But he caught me, reached all the way from the sky to the sea. He pulled me out of the ocean of hate, the enemy chaos, the void in which I was drowning. They hit me when I was down, but God stuck by me. He stood me up on a open on a wide open field. I stood there saved, surprised to be loved. 21. God made my life complete when I was all pieces before him. When I cleaned up my act, he gave me a fresh start. Indeed, I have kept a lot to God's ways. I haven't taken God for granted. Every day I review the ways he works. I try not to miss a trick. I feel put back together. And I am watching my step. God rewrote, God rewrote the text of my life when I opened the book of my heart to his eyes. Mm, mm. Should I continue? Nothing. It's so powerful. I can, I can see it's, it's almost emotional. Imagine my husband can't read it. Yeah, can't read it. I read it, I read it and, and like I, I nearly broke down and cried. Then I said it to Renny. Renny said that he shouted out loud. Now I'm seeing like live reaction from Mercy. <laughs> Like seriously, that 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 passage is insane. Yeah, it says you stick by people who stick with you. You're straight with people who are straight with you. You're good to people. That's why you can't worship God. You gotta be true to God. You can't express Him in a way that you don't know Him. If you don't know Him as Jehovah Jireh, you gotta tell Him, God, I want you to know. You, if you are blind, God, I want you to open my eyes because God only blesses who you are. He doesn't bless who you pretend to be. If I pretend to be Barry and I know the scripture, God won't bless me for that. God only bless Rennie the way Rennie actually is. And actually, think about that verse that uh, Mercy read it. God made my life complete when I placed all the pieces before him. Even the broken one. All of the pieces. All the pieces. No reservation. You put everything on the table. Put your heart. When I opened the, the, the book of my mercy, I know you're losing it because that verse is so good, isn't it? Those verses are so it says every God direction is road tested. Everybody who runs it toward him. Ah, I'm out. I, guys, no, no, no. I'm telling you. Second Samuel chapter 22, message version. That, that's why I rebuked Barry and I told him, you can't stick by NKJV. I, gotta, I had to change. Had to don't change. limit God. You got to open God. Yeah, you, you, there's, there's more to him. There's more to him. Oh, gee, it's so yeah. good. And, and this, is, this is exactly what Dennis was saying. This, was, this is David actually 
praising God for the things he has, uh, God has delivered him from or the things that he has prevented from happening, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's a very powerful thing. Like, I, 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 I'm probably going to read this until uh, for the rest of my life, you know? Even in heaven, I will enter with this one. <laughs> you gotta choose which bus you're entering heaven with, guys. Onela Psalm 139. Can we finish like you want to say something? Yeah, yeah. You look like you say something. You want to say something. I look at you and like, I need to say something about that. Actually, that sounds, uh, uh, Samuel 22 has been, uh, over time, it has been a favorite scripture. I actually, I, I totally, uh, I totally agree with you. No, no traditions, KJV and all that. Mm. But sometimes when you want to get the rich context of what it says, you would go to KJV. But mm. the message, New Living Translation, mm. yeah. whether you want to get something in a different way, which sinks down to your heart, try mm. it in another version. Try it in another version. Mm. Um, I, I actually look at this and I, I think we need to come to a place where we can no longer be content with where we are or ah. what we are. Yeah, and Second Timothy two fifteen brings it out. Like we need to be an approved workman, you know. Maybe I can read it in this uh, uh, my my New Living Translation. Yeah. Mm, 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 mm. Uh, Dennis, you said Second Timothy. Two fifteen. Two fifteen. Yeah, yeah. Right. Timothy two fifteen. Mm. Yeah, it says work hard so you can present yourself to God and receive wow. His approval. Mm-hmm. Be a good worker, one who does not need to be ashamed and who correctly explains the word of truth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Study. Like, show yourself a Bishop. <laughs> Bishop <Lani. laughs> Study. <laughs> so so with, with the knowledge that we have, with, the, with, with what we know concerning worship, we should not remain there. That is just what I'm saying. Like, I should not remain to that, the normal that we have always been used to. Yeah, mm-hmm. whatever my understanding of worship will always be uh, will will always be more be, uh, like I will need that biblical wisdom to discover more about it. You know, exactly. if you knew what what I experienced God yesterday should not be the same as what I'll experience God today. Today, amen, amen, amen. You need to grow. You need to grow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You should move to that next level. You know. We should move to that next level where, yeah. where you know, mm-hmm. like even like, uh, uh, I know, I know the Bible says God is seeking for worshipers, but, mm-hmm. but this is just what I think about. Like our worship should be as natural as breathing, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So that it is going to appear strange to people who do not know God. Mm-hmm. Worship is going to appear strange to people who do not know God. So whenever you see people behaving the way they behave in church, yeah, yeah, just know that maybe they have not come to that place where they know God as you have experienced him. Because this is what I normally say. Whatever God has has done, like the much God has done for you, it is going to like, uh, uh, it is going to demand a higher level of praise again. Yeah. What much God has done for you, you know, the much God has given you, it is going to demand again so much from you. Because mm-hmm. honestly speaking, you know, God cannot lift you from, 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 a, uh, uh, from a pit, okay? God cannot lift you from a pit. 
and you come and praise him just that softly, just that, that normal way, it gets to a point where you're shouting and screaming. Sometimes people would think that you're mad, apparently. Crazy. People, yeah, yeah, yeah. They'll call you Bishop, Dennis. They'll call you Bishop. They just don't. They just don't. They're still finding a name. They don't just understand. You know, Dennis, Psalms 34. Go back there. It says, I will bless the Lord at all. This is now the rainy version, you guys. This is now not, not the, the message version. This is the rainy version. I say, the higher you know God, the higher your praise. I exactly, exactly. exactly, exactly. So that is just what I was thinking about. Like, wow, there is so much to this. There is just so much to this. Anyway, that is my uh, that that is just what was on my mind. Like, yeah, I like I what you said. That is just. That, that, that was lesson. just. Uh, yeah, yeah, so. you know, yeah. Are you going to come back again? Mary, huh? I love, hey, I love playing with words. So you don't just say this will just. So if you say the same statement, but you take out the just, I will be satisfied. Okay. Oh, okay. okay. So, I mean, I, I meant, I meant, I meant just like meaning like immediately. I like what you said, like right now. No, I was referring to the, the, the. What's his name? Yes. I mean, your name is slipped out of my tongue. Oh, yeah, okay. but, but yeah, I think a really important highlight is that what we should know, I, I, the growing part, that's, that's, that's really, because many times, how many times do you think that you're trying to go to the past? Many people try to go to the past or they don't, they don't see that if you maintain the same level of worship, it's, it's not right. You need to, need to always seek for deeper, and Onella's worship song, deep, deep places as well. You know, uh, that's that's you have to seek for deeper things. But I wanted to say something about what we have now learned because I think now it's nearing yeah. towards the end of the session. Yeah. Uh, he said something very important that what we know should be put into practice. Mm-hmm. You know, as a Christian, it's not what you know that uh, defines you. It's what you keep. Yeah. It's not what you hear, but what you do. Now we've, we've, we've had a very dangerous moment because we've shared a lot of knowledge of the word of God. Mm. And to him much is given, much will also be expected. Expected. Uh. So, so you need to find a way to apply the knowledge you've been given. Because when the word of God is spoken, <coughs> you either grow or you shrink. You know, <laughs> that's, it's, a, it's a dangerous time. So, Are you bringing us what, Barry? Are you bringing us what? Are you, are you trying to bring us what? You know, Barry, what you said was just what I was reading right now. You guys, if you turn to First Timothy 4.13, so this is what I told Barry the other day. God says in First Timothy 4.13 to 16. So this is the Passion Translation. He says this. So until I come, be diligent in devouring the word of God. So devour the word of God. Be faithful in prayer and in teaching the believers. And then he says this, don't minimize the powerful gift that operates in your life for it was imparted to you by the laying on hands. And I'm reading for the, from the uh, Passion Translation, but, but the laying of hands of the elders and was activated through the prophecy they spoke over you. Make all of this your constant meditation and make it real. This is what Barry is saying. Make it real with your life so everyone can see that you're moving forward. 
give careful attention to your spiritual life and every cherished truth you teach for living what what we do what what you preach will then release even more abundant life inside you and to all those who listen to you oh, amen. And, that's, and, that, and that's why i was I, I was telling barry the other day as much as we preach i'm i'm i'm, I'm asking god to that that abundant life to not only live inside me but also to all those who listen to me you know not just like barry saying not just devouring the word of god but it it's really seen in your life make it trigger with your life so that everyone can see everyone around you sees and he sees hey you're moving forward actually with the word of god mm-hmm. amen wow well, lizzy bring us home Mm-hmm. I've been blown away. <laughs> well, Lizzie, sorry. Yes, uh, I want it because you are the control of this session. Could we could we end with worship? Yes, we could. Yes. <laughs>